Chapter One. The small brick chapel was full to bursting. The air simmered with a sweetish, stifling heat that was beginning to smell increasingly of sweat. Tom Jupe was dressed in his hated, itchy black Sunday suit, and the sermon was into its thirty-fifth minute. But he didn't care one bit. With the forefinger and thumb of each hand, he made a square. Which he put up to his right eye while closing the left. Then he roved the chapel with his eye until he caught the Reverend Gilbert Comfort between his forefingers and his thumbs. Suddenly, with a tingle of excitement, Tom realized that he had framed the perfect photograph. Encircling Mister Comfort's balding, sunlit head was the huge frieze bearing the text "God be merciful to me, a sinner." Luke. Chapter eighteen, verse thirteen, and in front was the great dark oak pulpit. Tom stared at the minister through his finger frame. If only he had a camera. Stand steady as you are for two minutes, sir. That was what Wilf Puttock, the village's professional photographer, would say, and he would begin to count and hope the minister didn't move, and then curse him if he did. It was odd. Tom thought how, at that distance, Mister Comfort was small enough to fit between his finger and thumb. A sudden sting of pain to his knuckles brought Tom's finger frame down into his lap again. A large black-gloved hand crept back to its familiar place on the cover of a battered hymn book. Tom winced. As usual, his mother's wedding ring had caught him on the boniest part of his knuckle. Tom briefly met her all-seeing glare. He knew that if he tried to hold his mother's eye, the photographer he imagined himself to be would somehow shrink away, and he would become nothing more than her wearisome, wilful thirteen-year-old son once more. He quickly looked towards the pulpit. The figure of the elderly minister had gone. The text and pulpit now framed an empty space. The moment for the perfect photograph. Had passed. Mister Comfort was standing in front of the pulpit and announcing the number of the final hymn. The organ wheezed and warbled, and the body of the chapel congregation rose as one. The singing was loud, though rough and ragged, and Tom, because he knew a good sing helped to get things off his chest, joined in lustily. Outside, the hymn singing could be heard quite clearly. There was, after all, virtually no other sound, with the exception of birdsong, to compete with it. It was just past eight o'clock.